the single uh, most important channel is word of mouth. Uh, okay. These are people, and, and there's a lot that can be said about word of mouth. People tends to people tend to dismiss it because it's not very easy to measure. Um, but it's either people that discover text plays, love it, like where was this all my life? This is amazing, and they can help themselves from telling their colleagues or friends or you know their their community in on social media um so that is by far our biggest driver hello everyone welcome to the SaaS podcast today we have dan barrack with us dan here runs a company called blaze hey dan welcome to the show thanks uh thanks for having me all right dan so let's start uh, with your company and product first right so what does your product do and why do customers pay you money yeah so text blaze uh, it's a Chrome extension, it's free, and the goal is to allow users to eliminate low-value work, starting with typing. So at, at the simplest form, users save text snippets of, of things they type over and over again and insert them anywhere using keyboard shortcuts, and they save hours of repetitive typing very, very quickly. It's free forever, it's very intuitive and easy to start using, and users love it. Uh, we have a perfect five-star rating in the Chrome Web Store, uh, and all the reviews are always, where was this all my life, and so on. From there, from the, the simple yet powerful beginning, users can start automating larger portions of the workloads and really turn those snippets into mini productivity apps that are available for them anywhere that they do work. Uh, still leave, you know, leave them in control, but allow them to automate the low-value portions of the work. All right, and who are you primarily selling it to? Are these end end use? I'm I'm trying to understand your end users. Are these you know, uh, are they using your product for personal use or are these business customers? Who are these? Talk a bit about so, your customers. Mostly people that uh, use TextBase for work. Very wide range of types of users. Kind of frontline users. Uh, support is a big vertical for us. Sales recruiting. Uh, admins and, and operation, but also we have a lot of people outside of the corporate world, uh, you know, so we have a lot of teachers, they use TextBase and, and people in education in, in general, a lot of uh, people in healthcare, they use TextBase uh, and so on. And would you consider yourself as somebody who's selling to businesses? Is that your business model? Is it a yes. free-to-be? So very much uh, product-led, bottoms-up. We acquired the individual user. Um, but, and then there's a pro plan for individuals, but most of our revenue comes from the business plan, which is for teams and, and companies. All right. All right. We'll, we'll come back to your uh, growth story in a while. So let me, I just want to get a sense of your customer base as of today. So just, you can give me approximate numbers. So how many customers are, do you have on your platform as of today and how many of them are paying? Sure. So uh, one, one way to look at the number of users that we have uh, as you can look at the Chrome Web Store, they report a number. So we uh, just um, very recently exceeded 200,000 uh, users on the Chrome Web Store. Um, out of those, you know, a portion are, are active. Um, and from the ones that are active, uh, about a quarter of our users are on a, on a paid plan. That's around 50,000. Roughly. Yeah, that, that's pretty <laughs> great, I would say. Right. And uh, can I ask your approximate revenue? 
So um, we are in ARR, we're in the low uh, single digit millions. All right. All right. That's, 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 a, that's a valid answer. That's all I yeah. wanted to know. All right. And just to understand your growth, how well are you growing? So where were you, let's say, 12 months before today? So yeah, so um, we roughly double your, a little more than double year over year. From the number of users' perspective, revenue grows uh, slightly faster than that. All right, all right, that's that's pretty much it. So that now I got the context, right? So, yeah. so now help me understand, right? So where where you're getting all of these customers, right? So where are you discovering all of these new customers? So I want to understand your top of funnel first before we di- dive into your conversion and all of that stuff. Absolutely. So I, I can I, I want to talk about two things very quickly. The the vast vast majority of our users come from word of mouth. Uh, and I can say a lot about word of mouth. Uh, let me know how much you want me to expand on it. Uh, word of mouth is often uh, lumped in with referrals. Uh, we also do referrals, but those are very two different things with very different drivers. Um, other than that, um, you know, and word of mouth include people mentioning us on social media and so on. It also includes companies that you know, instruct all new employees in, in specific roles to install text plays. Uh, and then we also do SEO, um, and, you know, some other related initiatives. All right. All right. So it's not, you know, that simple, right? So you do SEO and people are coming to, I, I, I want to deep dive into this as well, right? So for example, you mentioned you, you're growing around 2x a year approximately. That means you've a got like approximately. A little faster than that. Yeah, that's okay. We, we, we'll okay. work with approximate numbers. That's totally okay, yeah. right? So so you've got around uh, around 100,000 new users over the past one year, right? So can you quantify where, where what, are, what is that single biggest channel that, that really bought you these, you know, 100,000 folks? So by far, the single uh, most important channel is word of mouth. Uh, okay. These are people, and, and there's a lot that can be said about word of mouth. People, tends to, people tend to dismiss it because it's not very easy to measure. Um, but it's either people that discover text plays, love it, like, where was this all my life? This is amazing. And they can help themselves by, from telling their colleagues or friends or you know, their, their community in, on social media. Um, so that is by far our biggest driver. And there's a lot to be said about that because, you know, our ideal user is the one that moves beyond the free version and become a paying customer and we paying customer and we can talk more about that. Yeah. So let, uh, let's do that actually. So I want to sort of, since so, sort of want to understand first, right? So when you say word of mouth, I know there are multiple ways that people can sort of, you know, listen about your product, right? So, but but how are you, right? So sort of uh, controlling that aspect. I mean, you've got to be doing something right, right? So what's, what's, yes. what, what, what is it that you're consciously doing there? So, okay, so that's important. So what are we doing? I'll start simple and I'll expand. Yeah. We're creating the best product possible. Sure. Um, and, and we're creating the best product possible for the user that first signs up and just wants to get the value and not worry about us too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, I'll, you know, and, and that is important because there's a difference between our top users 
and the users that just share and, and contribute to our to the word of mouth. Of course, our top users are the most excited and, and they contribute a lot to our word of mouth, but it's the no, the everyday users that are not very sophisticated that drive word of mouth uh, as well. And that, and it's important because there's a trade-off between that sometimes and encouraging other growth channels that can be easier to measure. So for yeah. example, I can have a referral program and we do, I can have a referral program. I can send emails, I can create incentives to get them to become paying customers and so on. All of those can somewhat hurt the user experience of casual user. Mm -hmm. And so we're investing a lot of time and effort and thought into how do we keep a casual user experience great so it doesn't hurt uh, the word of mouth. And we sometimes hurt. Yeah, yeah. so I, I get that you're, you're nailing your value proposition and your, your yeah. users are absolutely loving it. That's okay, right? But it, just I'm trying to understand what's that incentive, right? So for example, if I'm a user, and I love your product. I'm using it on a regular basis. But why would I go and spread the word? You've got to be incentivizing me somehow, right? Or maybe you're doing something. No, that is the key. That And that is the difference between word of mouth and referral, right? Sure. Like referral, and we have a referral program. We provide an incentive. Mm -hmm. the, word, the incentive to do word of mouth, for the most part, is because you can't believe that your colleagues are not using this app. Like they should just use it because it's great and it's free and it adds so much value. Mm -hmm. And that is what I think a lot of people get wrong because if I incentivize you, then some people that would otherwise refer me or, you know, through word of mouth will not do it sure. because there's an incentive program. Because I tell them, please do it, I'll pay you. They will not do it. Yeah, uh, and so that is, and so that is that is key. Most of our growth comes so, from users that are not incentivized to drive it. All right. So you're saying, apart from building an amazing product, you're literally doing nothing to sort of, uh, you know, make I'm that doing a lot. I know, I'm doing a lot. What what is what is it I'm that all, you're doing? But I'm also always training it off against the initial sure. user experience and the value proposition and how that extra growth channel can hurt that initiative. No, 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 I understand. I'm not talking about your other growth channels. I'm talking about your pure word of mouth success that you've been experiencing so far, which almost drives 50% of your, you know, it, it, it's driving a lot, right? So now the question is, apart from building an ama amazing product, is there anything that you're consciously doing apart from obviously not doing, not investing in other growth channels that is, you know, sort of giving you this huge success? Yeah, so, you know, there is a, you know, so after I made that point, there's some, you know, so the multiplayer, of course, is a big driver of that as well. Um, we, you know, TextBlaze by definition is very personal, like it allows you to automate your work. Uh, multiplayer is not that natural of an expansion, but we do allow um, snippets to be shared. You can turn them into like shared documents where multiple people can collaborate on the same snippets. And that really helps because that allows teams to align and that and we allow it and do, do you have well. any powered by something like that on 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 that plan no no because snippets we try that uh you know we we want to create as much reality as possible but again like 
people can use snippets not you know for example to send full emails or full messages sometimes mm -hmm. it's just a sentence within yeah. an email so we can't uh, inject power by text plays anywhere uh we, we looked into that um but we do allow uh, multiplayer where you can collaborate on shared snippets so that really allows teams to use text plays as kind of the data blaze of how uh, sorry the data so yeah. how they communicate with customers but but is is that the primary driver or is it just working as a secondary one it does drive it and it, so it does drive um uh word of mouth it also helps people adopt the business plan because mm -hmm. that's a huge value proposition for teams and companies being able to align on shared language being able to help new uh, members of the team onboard faster yeah. so it does drive growth uh but it but admittedly it's not the main driver. The main sure. driver is just this is great. I'm going to share it with. So there's team. no secret here. All right. No. So before before oh, we, I think that that's the secret. But... All right. <laughs> so before we close this top of funnel discussion, I just wanted to understand one thing. Right. So when you say word of mouth, right. So what are those primary distribution channels that people use to sort of spread the word? Do you know about those? So it's it's mostly people within work. Uh, they just turn around and tell their colleagues. And again, like I think that. A big one is when, and that happens regularly, is when it kind of become one of the standard tools that a team uses within the company. So anyone that joins the team um, immediately uh, gets onboarded. And then when someone leaves the team, goes to another company, they're already used to text plays, they, they get the, that team to adopt it. Um, I also, so another top of channel, uh, uh, top of funnel channel is SEO. Um, and I'm happy to share some of my, how, uh, uh, so I, I actually, so in the light of time, I want to yeah. move on to, you know, your conversion part and how you're sort of selling it to teams. Right. So, so yeah. one question here. So you mentioned you got around 50,000 paying users on your platform right? how many, Four. yeah, approximately. And how many teams do you have? How many unique businesses? um in the thousands in the thousands yeah. all right so so help me understand so as of today what's your primary focus is it uh is it sort of growing growing those businesses right I, or are you just looking to sort of bring in more users or i mean my question is is it a self-serve model or do you have sales reps in your team who are constantly chasing all of these free use, users in your free plan and then are you sort of landing and expanding within a company how's that whole uh, funnel looking like so currently we're still very much product focused and driving top of the funnel, acquiring the users because we know and we see from experience that we monetize pretty well, like the self sign up from companies work pretty well. We are, you know, as we grow and evolve, we are starting and we will start investing more in the sales uh, effort, the enterprise sales uh, effort, but our main focus is just, uh, user growth uh and growing the that funnel because uh, you know we'll talk more yeah. about it we can we convert pretty well sure we'll come into that and so yeah. uh do you have any sales reps on your team as of today who are chasing no, this interview i'm you, the you one i'm the one doing most of it. all right all right that, that makes only sense. change in the next few months but uh but it's, it's sure fun. sure all right so to talk about conversion right so once somebody discovers your product somehow magically right what happens yeah. after that how, how does your conversion look like so let's talk about what does convert. So TextBase is free forever. Uh, sure. The free and, and we have companies with thousands of users that are all on the free plan. So that exists as well. Um, 
while the free version is somewhat limited in, in functionality. Uh, but what typically happens is, you know, you have an individual user for a company that starts using it, and then they, through word of mouth, tell their team. And then you have uh, a situation where a team uses TextBase as the database of how the database of how they took, we have also have a product called database. That's why I get <laughs> the database of how they communicate with customers and then managers become interested. Why do they become interested? They want one to unlock the more advanced functionality and unlock more productivity and consistency in language and so on. So that's important for them. And that a lot of it is facilitated by the pro plan or the business plan. The other reason is that managers want to have some oversight and control. So in many instances, they want to control some of the communication centrally uh, and understand how the team communicates and be able to kind of adopt best practices. And that is all facilitated by the business plan, you know, including central team management and central billing and so on. And so that's why they will upgrade to the, uh, to the business plan. So it's the additional features but it's also kind of centralizing the team communications and ensuring consistency and accuracy. Sure. Uh, and so in terms of onboarding, right? So once somebody starts with, starts a, you know, free plan with you, right? And yeah. once a bunch of people in, a, in their own team sort of starts using it, is there something that you do to sort of move that entire team or company to a paying plan? Or does that again happen naturally as of today? So we focus, um, so we do a little bit on the team level, but we focus a lot on the individual level. So when they first sign up, there are multiple touch points that help them discover the full value of text base and how to unlock it. Um, as part of that, we also show them the benefits of the company plan. Uh, so that includes in-app notifications about kind of more advanced features, including yeah. collaboration and things like that. Emails that include the same. We have guides on a page, but we also have a gallery. Uh, and the, the, that gallery for, you know, we focus on specific verticals on specific ways use it, people use TechBase. And we show them examples of how TechBase is being used, including kind of user stories of companies that are using it and so on. So it's um, different touch points. Some are more push, some are more pull, but they're all designed to help them understand the full value. That sure, sure. So, but, but all, what all of these initiatives do is eventually help your user gain value from your product. That I think yes. you're doing, but the reason that they would move to a paid plan is because of all of these features you mentioned, right? That they, a manager wants to control in a centralized fashion, all of those things, right? And that can happen only if you are sort of somehow talking to that manager and showing him the value as opposed to, you know, teams or individual members, right? So is there something that you do there? No. So, and that's a, that's a challenge with product-led companies. We, we don't, you know, we're starting to explore more ways to do more of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but that's the thing. Like we have, our user is the, is like the, the rep, right? Yeah. And they get okay. a lot of value. We don't have a relationship with the manager. We don't know who the manager is. Uh, and until you start doing enterprise sales and kind of trying to navigate your way around the company, um, that is difficult. So what we do is we go to the individual rep through our user. We uh, show them the value of the business plan with the hope that they will reach out to their manager and share it with them. But we don't target 
the, unless the, the manager is a sure, user sure. as well, we don't target them uh, specifically. So, uh, so Dan, so what next, right? How are you going to go from, you know, lower, you know, a million range of ARR to, let's say, you know, how are you going to 10x your sort of overall ARR? Looks like, you know, closing these big deals is your next, is your only way forward to sort of grow, you know, 10x, right? So, so how are you going to do that? So, and what's your... Um, so, you know, to, to get to 100 million ARR, you need to start doing enterprise sales, but there's sure. a lot that uh, you can do in the bottoms up uh, as well. So, right, so what, are, what are the next steps for me? We're going to do both. One is invest more in the top of the funnel, the user and acquiring more users and accelerating growth. That is mostly focused on the product and adding more of those building blocks that people can use to mm -hmm. stitch together and create their own mini productivity apps. So just increase the value that people are getting from TechSpace. And then we're going to start doing more of the kind of top-down enterprise sales uh, effort. I just, it, it's similar to how Slack ended up doing it, right? So, so. I think every product-led growth yeah. company, uh, yeah. when done well, they all start with kind of just uh, individual users and converting yeah. them through self sign up and then eventually you start doing enterprise so, so have you have you started these initiatives already do you have any initial yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So we, how, we how, started... how's how's it been working so far no it's working great the main bottleneck is as i mentioned before just finding the right decision maker uh and getting in touch with them uh once uh, you do that it's not a difficult sell. The team is already using TechSpace. They already see the value. There's not a long onboarding process that needs yeah. to, they need to go through. Sure. It's just telling them, hey, you can do more. The way we typically do it is we give them a free trial, a free pilot of the business plan. We help them onboard. We you know, make sure that they are getting the, as much value as possible for a month or so. And then... A sell the the actual um sale becomes very natural got it so all right so that that makes a lot of sense so let's let's wrap this up all right so let's talk about about your company right how many folks on your team as of today so about 10 people fully remote uh we all over the world really so we work very much asynchronously that's why we want to stay kind of as small as focused and, and nimble for as long as possible because growing a remote team has uh, its own challenges. And how many on the founding team? So, you know, the Scott and I uh, are the co-founders co of the company uh, and we consider everyone out of the 10 that are part you, of the team. You, that you, you do, the you do. And when did you start the company? What's that? When did you start the company? So the, that's, the origin story is very interesting. Scott actually started the company. Scott is my co-founder and CTO. We worked together at Google. He's uh, an engineering manager. I was a product manager. He started TechSpace as kind of as a side project um, oh, four years ago. Uh, and just, you know, grew it as a side project. I was advising him while I was still working at Google. And then um, almost two years ago, uh, I left Google and joined him full time, and then we went through a combinator and read our, our seed round and so on. Right, and okay, that that talks about your funding. And so, going forward, what's what's your? So, are you going to raise any venture based funding, or how are you going to scale this company going forward? What's your vision? 
So uh, we will raise our, our next round probably in the next year or so, and that will be invested in, in three ways. Uh, you know, first of all, accelerating our product roadmap. There's a lot that we want to do. We don't have time to discuss it, but like, again, it's adding more and more of those building blocks. The other one is more enterprise sales, as we discussed, and, and related efforts. The nice thing is once you have enterprise sales and you close those bigger deals, the average LTV of a user grows with it. And then that opens up the door for like paid marketing, which is something that we're not today. You, and you, don't, you don't really have to, right? I mean, you've got all of those leads just sitting out there. You just got to pick the right person and they just close the deal, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe but you then, don't really need paid marketing to sort of for, those, for that type of you know, lead generation anyway. You don't need it. But it, it is a way to accelerate growth. Uh, we don't do it today because, again, like the LTV of a random user that signs up to yeah. the free plan is pretty low. Yeah. Uh, but if you convert more of them and larger deals, then uh, you can accelerate uh, the user growth through paid mark. All right, Dan, that's that's pretty amazing. Uh, it, it was nice talking to you. Hope your scale takes place to much, much greater heights. Uh, I hope so too. I appreciate it. <laughs>